all over me it's time for me to do a another little house on the prairie book review i love what's it called let me show you i love being able to see all of the book entries that there is for me to read wrong daughter Laura's and making a video input for every single track. It's like a music video. It's just cool because I want to. I'm reading them in order from where I started, and I've done one, two, three videos, and I'm on my fourth right now. And I have. I'm reading the fifth one right now. So this is just really cool. So these golden years by Laura Ingalls Ryler. Look at the cover first. It's pink with that plaid sewing texture. It's just a really good cover. Doesn't it read old to you? Love it. And even the colors, like they use like a, a pale yellow banana instead of like stark white. This one, let's see. I like all the other books because they're very home-based. But this book, we have Laura turning 15 and 16-year-old. And back in the 1800s, that was the age that you got courted by another man and you got settled down for your family because you only lived to like 50 or 60 years old. She lived to like 80 or 90 years old, I think. Her husband lived to like 90 and I think she lived to 80 though, Laura. But the generation of her parents, they lived until like 50 or 60. That's the general, I don't know, I haven't looked that up. But the general consensus of American life was that you find your courtmate at 16 and the men was usually older and you settled down and had kids and you pick a territory to live in and you produce and you make it work. Kind of like now, right? Like you pick a home base and you make it work. Imagine like being courted at 16 years old. Like I would have not courted myself at 16 years old. And Laura, she actually got her teacher's certificate so she got to teach school she never wanted to teach school but she needed to she felt because she liked the money that was coming in from it and she liked that she was making money to keep her sister mary in blind college so that was her initiative to an inspiration motivation more not inspiration inspiration i feel comes out from the outside in and I think motivation comes from like the inside out right I like inspiration more but sometimes you have to apply motivation to be open for inspiration to come in hmm. 
Maybe I'll take that advice for myself. But in this book, we have her as a full-flown teacher. At like 15 and 16 years old. Like imagine you being a teacher to kids of 16 years old. Like my classes would be how to put on all the makeup you can. Um, here there's some Fifth Harmony songs and One Direction songs that we're going to listen to <laughs> for my period of class. If you were a teacher in high school and you had a group of teenagers at ages, the same age as you, you're 15 and you're, everyone's 15 years old, and you had one hour to teach kids whatever you could or whatever you wanted to, what would you teach them? I would be like, here, sit down, everyone put their headphones on, we're listening to Fifth Harmony's discography today. Tomorrow we'll listen to One Direction's and on Wednesday we'll discuss on Who's our favorite and why? What's your favorite parts of the song? Who's your favorite member? Um, and just try to intellectualize everything and try to connect all the dots on why they're so famous. What deal do you think they signed? Because One Direction and Fifth Harmony probably signed the same deal. It was like, we're gonna turn you into a group to make a big paycheck because girl groups and boy groups last. I would say a group, a band of girls or boys are like fireworks. Like they're really, really hot and explosive, but the firework burns up really quickly. And Fifth Harmony burned up really quickly and One Direction burned up really quickly. Like a career is supposed to be like 30 years or like until you die. But One Direction and Fifth Harmony were more... I'm thinking of a rocket ship. You know the bottom of a rocket ship that like makes it ignite and blow up? One Direction for the Harmony were that and the top part of the rocket ship that like needed the bottom parts is what they are now. Everyone needs a starting ground and Fifth Harmony was a starting ground for each of those members to do everything on their own. Which is such a cool way to view it and I think Lauren Haregi I saw in an interview and to like try to emotionalize what she was saying I think she was she finally got to the point where she could see that she needed Fifth Harmony to teach her how to be a solo artist which is really cool like sometimes you need to be part of a brothers and sisters to figure out your own personality and how to keep it what do you do when you don't have brothers and sisters to compare yourself to and to compete against? How do you find your personality then? That's a question I should be asking for myself because I'm an only child. I guess you never have to compete, so you just be yourself. Who comes out stronger at the end? The one that had to compete or the one that didn't have to compete against anyone? If you ask the American, the American will go with the competing one. But if you ask... Someone who experienced moments of solitude, which we all will and which we all have, they'll say that the one on their own is what you're supposed to do. Sometimes though, there's a reason why some people are Aries and some people are Libras 
And Aries is here to experience everything through their own actions, own thoughts. I would say Laura is an Aries. And even it even comes out in dialogues of the book. She tries to invoke and remind Almanzo, her boyfriend, that she's independent and that she doesn't want to live... Um, she doesn't want to be a housewife because she likes the money and she likes her independence and she likes she likes dating. She likes looking forward to Sundays and Saturdays where she gets to hang out with her boyfriend. But throughout the week, they don't see each other. She has something to look forward to. So it's like the beginning phases of a relationship is what this book is about, which is really cool to see because it's what we want now, right? We don't want to see the person we're dating with every single day. I know I wouldn't because A, I would be bored. B, I like to get ready to be myself, not just be myself. Does that make sense? And I think that's what Laura was trying to say. And she's 16, like what do you know at 16? At an age where you don't have the internet, you just know what your mom and your dad taught you. And now it's the same thing. You just know what your mom and your dad taught you but now you have the internet and now you're looking at a whole bunch of other people's that they only know what their parents taught them. That's why you don't go to middle schools and high schools in your own neighborhoods. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny because everyone around you has only seen what's around them. And sometimes you wanna see more. Sometimes you wanna be the new kid in school, right? And if you never had that experience, then I would hate living in my own hometown too, you know? And sometimes I do, but that's more just angst-ridden. And I'd rather take that angst-ridden energy and make it into, I guess it's motivation, and make it into something like a song, a video, instead of just loathing in it. But that's advice that I tried to take for myself and I hope I can tell you to do the same because you're not your hometown you are not what your parents taught you because they're your parents only are teaching you what their parents taught them and people are kind of dumb <laughs> our parents parents didn't have the internets around them which is good which is bad because they didn't they haven't seen that they are part of a world and not part of their area code. The same thing with parents, our generation's parents right now. They grew up knowing that you go to work, you get money, and you pursue happiness, American concepts. But we, the younger kids, 20 years old and younger, thanks to the internet and telephones, we get to learn that we're actually here to be part of our parents story yes but we're more here to write our own story and in this book towards the end we get to see laura get to start penning her own story because she goes from living with her parents to going to live with her boyfriend her now husband imagine getting married at 16 back then it would it makes sense like 
it just makes sense like you're bored why not get married i guess that's why people still get married at 18 today because they're bored they're bored with their relationship they're bored with their hometown they're bored with their life let's get married because it might invoke inspiration i don't know sometimes you need to get married though to get divorced to get stronger sometimes you need to get a sickness that's uncurable to get sick and find faith in yourself and find faith outside of yourself and then out of nowhere nowhere you get better and you get healthier but now you have a sense of faith that you never would have discovered before is that like a crazy thing to know or to believe if you know that while it's happening i think that's what faith is right but if you don't know that then it feels like faith doesn't exist okay let me get back to this book let's read this page after that they went on across the prairie until they came to the black hills there they found shelter from the fierce prairie winds but the going was hard because the valleys were full of snow and the hills were steep they had been traveling 78 days when they made their last camp on french creek here they cut pine logs from the hills and built a stockade 80 feet square it's just cool like we used to build houses out of wood like so cool let's read the ending look this chapter was called wedding plans i love the like little sketches of drawings like to me this reads very cancer it reads very like emotional because without the pictures it just looks like doctrine it just looks like words right just letters then when you add like the simple emotional touches to it it like brings it it grounds it i guess right if you were to just take the pictures out it looks like a virgo or like a capricorn wrote this they're like you're gonna take this seriously because we don't play around <laughs> But adding those touches makes it more feminine and emotional. I like them. They're cute. Here she is sewing her own wedding dress. Like, that's so cool. And to talk about independence, she got married in a black dress. Like, what's more Aries than that? Sewing your own wedding dress and having it be black. That's cool. Oh my god. When she got to the doorstep of the new house that her boyfriend Almonzo made for her. Let me read that. Let me see if that chapter is in here. I'll read it in the next book I read. But the, it sounds like a movie. It sounds like an episode. And it probably was an episode on a TV show. Oh, here it is. Okay, are you ready? It was a silent drive until almost the end. When for the first time that day Laura saw the horses, she examined. Why, you are, you are driving Prince and Lady. Those are the horses. Prince and Lady started this, Almanzo said. So I thought they'll like to bring us home. And here we are. <gasps> Prince and Lady were the horses, were Almanzo's horses that used to pick Laura up every single weekend to take her home from her job to go visit her old family and he's been training new younger horses at the moment but at, he rode prince and lady on this page of her book to go pick her up as 
the first time again. So weird, you can have a lot of first times with the same person. You can have a lot of first times in your life. I want to read when she first walks into the house, so give me a second. Oh, right here. Here's my favorite step. Oh my god. Okay. On the doorstep lay a large brown shepherd dog that rose and politely wagged to Laura as she begged stopped. Hello, sheep. Amonto said he helped Laura down and unlocked the door. Go in while I put up the horses, she told him. Just inside the door, she stood and looked, and there was a large room. Its walls were nearly plastered, a soft white, and its far end stood a chopped leaf table covered with Ma's red checked tablecloth. I love this because she got to her new house and there was a new dog waiting for her there. And she used to have Jack, her first dog. And it just felt so homey and so nice. She gets to start a new life with a new dog in her new house. And she has Ma's tablecloth, so she gets to take a piece out of her old house and bring it into her new house. That's so cool. It's very like emotional. Because you're adding a lot of emotions to, like, tangible products. But... When there is nothing else to do, might as well make life more emotional for yourself. Because you can't make a dollar emotional. But you can make the thing you buy with it emotional, I guess, right? Well, that was my fourth review of the Little House on the Prairie books. Oh, we got a visitor. Oh my god! She's a little heavy, so... Well, my girls go beat themselves up. I am gonna go read the, what's the last one called? These first four years, which is the book that comes after this one. So you could catch me reading that. But bye from My Little House on a Prairie. You can barely read, but you say, hey.